Well, it's our fifth season of the Casted Podcast, and this time around, we're highlighting our very own customers here at Casted. Why? Well, not only because we love them so much, but because when a brand signs on with Casted, it's a pretty clear demonstration of that brand's commitment not only to podcasting, but also to the bigger picture of how their shows fit into and actually fuel their integrated sales and marketing strategies. So I may be biased. In fact, I probably am. But I think that you will agree that these brands are doing some really cool, incredible, exciting, inspiring even, work with their shows. They're harnessing expert voices and amplifying them across other channels to elevate not just the show, but the overall brand. They are practicing what we preach here at Casted, and I want you to hear all about what they're doing, why they're doing it, and how you can do it too. I'm Lindsay Chepkema, CEO and co-founder of Casted, the first marketing solution built all around brand podcasts. And this is our podcast. How does podcasting fit into an SEO strategy? What role does it play with demand gen? And what should a marketing leader expect from a really, really great podcast? These questions were swirling in the mind of today's guest, Carolyn Chapin, who's the director of marketing at LogicGate. The company's show, GRC and Me, was reaching some really incredible milestones after two years on the air, and it has a lot to do with how Carolyn and her team approach it, as well as what they do with the content gold that is produced from every interview and how they use it to fuel not only other marketing efforts, but also in a sales enablement capacity too. Hear Carolyn's story of how she inherited the podcast and how it's changed her perspective in today's show. I'm Carolyn Chapin. I am one of the directors of marketing at Logicate, a tech startup in Chicago, and our podcast is called GRC and Me. I love it. So tell me a little bit as we get into all of these interviews, and we, we usually start off by talking about your show and how you got started, but I'm interested in talking about you specifically because you come into this role from a little bit of a different background, more of like a, a more of a technical background. So let's start there and kind okay. of your perspective on podcasts and kind of how yeah. it's evolved. Let's let's kind of use that as a touchstone. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to start there. So actually, going way back, I started my career as a journalist. Um, and that kind of evolved into content and going to the marketing side. And then that evolved into search engine optimization and really focusing on SEO. And I love SEO so much because it is kind of the marriage of, you know, making sure you have technical best practices in place for your website and your, your digital strategy, and then combining that with really great content that people you know want to consume and making sure that they can find it um, when they're looking for it. And so when I started at Logicate um, a little over a year ago, and I first heard about GRC and me, I was super excited because I knew it was, it was great content that the team was creating, but I didn't know my brain immediately went to how does Google and how do search engines process audio files? Like how does this how does this fit into our SEO strategy? And I was more focused initially on you know more traditional content like words on the page. So that was one of the first things I started wondering about. And I I love podcasts. It's something that I you know listen to a lot in my personal life. But um, I was sort of you know curious about how this would fit into our our digital strategy. So that was the first lens I brought was okay how do how do we make sure that people are finding this and that this is optimized for SEO. And then also 
also I have um, a demand gen background. So my second thought was, okay, how do we tie this into revenue? Like, is this influencing pipeline? Is this helping us grow the business? And at the time, um, you know, we were mostly just tracking like how many downloads and how many listens we got. So it was hard for me to sort of wrap my head around how do we make sure that this is doing what we want it to do? So that was sort of the, the initial lens. And then it was only when I started um, you know, talking to our leadership and hearing you know, stories from the field that I was like, oh, this is really more, um, it's helping us build our community and boost awareness. And it may not, it may not fit into how I had traditionally approached like SEO and things like that in the past, but it was still a really important part of our strategy. I love that. There's so much to do here. Um, okay. So let's, let's talk a little bit about the show. So GRC and me, what does GRC stand for? Governance, risk, and compliance. Awesome. So you've made a yeah. really interesting show yeah. of that, which is totally yeah. goes to show that you can, you really, truly can, once you know who your audience is and what they want to know about, you know, yeah. if you serve it up to them, you can have a really successful yeah. program, entire strategy, just like you have at Logigate. Yeah, totally. And I, and actually before I started at Logigate, one of the first things I did was listen to GRC and me. And I was so impressed. And in, when I started listening to the episodes and hearing, you know, how passionate our guests were, I think one of the first episodes I listened to was the most controversial man in GRC or something like that. And it was in just podcasts are so great because they, you know, every, every niche out there, there's, there's a passionate audience and there's people who are really looking for that information. And so it was, it was really sort of like my first entree too into, into GRC, Mm -hmm. uh, which was super, which was such a great way to, you know, to learn. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're able to become the audience, right. And to soak up all the information pretty quickly. So how, how long has the show been on? So you joined about a year ago, but how long has the show been running? So um, it started the year before I joined, or it started, started in 2019. So we've had two seasons. We just finished our sophomore season. Nice. And what role do you play in the podcast? I know that your role is much bigger and involves a lot more than the podcast. So kind of how, how do you touch the show? So my role at Logicate encompasses um, demand gen, content, our digital strategy, all of our digital, digital channels. And so James on my team um, is really the podcast producer. So I work closely with him and with Megan Fee, our, our host um, of the podcast, to you know ideate on the on the concepts that we're going to cover, um, and then really thinking about how the podcast fits into our content strategy. So how do we take what these great episodes that Megan and James have created and really sort of, you know, thinking of the podcast as the orange and squeeze the, ju- squeeze the juice out of that. So how do we I love that. the podcast? Yeah. Um, how do we incorporate the podcast into, um, into our, you know, our email nurture streams? Like in, how do we incorporate it into how we are positioning our blogs? How do we enable our sellers to use the podcast in terms of, and how they are talking to their prospects and in the buying process? So really kind of, looking at the podcast and, and thinking about how do we use the um, ideas and concepts that are being discussed there and how the audience is responding to them and use that those same ideas in other in other parts of our content strategy. And then like I said, actually taking the podcast and using the casted clips and um, you know, and the videos that we capture when we're recording the podcast and and, and placing those in different channels um, and using them throughout our strategy. And then also using the podcast to actually connect with both our, you know, the guests who are appearing there, but then also with the community that we're trying to build in the risk management space. Yeah. And I, I love that. So this, this whole season is, is featuring our customers like you. Yeah. And I have really, really loved watching basically what you just described. Um, not only do you have a great show and it's really strong and you're creating really great content, you have a great team, as you just mentioned, that is producing a really great show with really helpful episodes that really, truly do speak to your audience. But yeah. then quite often, 
what I see um, just at large is companies that have a podcast, it's like set over here in this separate mm-hmm. thing and it's its own little mm-hmm. box and its own little yeah. space, right? And that yeah. content, whether it's a host and their passion project or if it's a different it's a person who is kind of either told to or allowed to go start a podcast. And so it's kind of its own thing. And then everything else that you just ran down that's really encompasses your role is separate. And what I love about what what you specifically are doing and what your team is doing and what Logicate is doing is you're saying, nope, it's all part of the same thing. And really this show, not only is it part of the strategy, but it's fueling the strategy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think, I think we're at the tip of the iceberg. I think there's so much more that we can do, but it's definitely, especially heading into 2021, a big part of how we're thinking about, you know, our content strategy, our marketing strategy overall. And I actually just hired a new content strategist. And one of the first projects that I'm having her tackle is listen to all of our episodes of GRC and me and think about ways that we can both incorporate that content, you know, whether that's, you know, like I said, putting it in a nurture stream or adding clips to the website, whether that's within blogs or even on, you know, our pages that are talking about our product because they had a relevant clip from one of the episodes. But also, like I said, you know, looking at which of the episodes got the most listens and how the audience responded to that, you know, which ones got people talking in social, um, because those are definitely concepts that we should be reusing and that we know are resonating with our audience. So, so yeah, yeah, I'm super excited about how we can, you know, like I said, really squeeze all the juice out of, out of each of these pieces of content really is what they are, you know? For sure. Absolutely. You're amplifying those expert voices that you yeah. get to come onto your show and your why in the world would you stop with just your show? Okay, I want to talk to kind of tying it all together. So you came yeah. from, you know, demand gen, SEO, which is still it's an important thing. It's an important part yeah. of your role. It's important to you. It's important to the business. But knowing what you know now about your show, yeah. how do you see the podcast impacting the business? Like how how is it? How should it be? How do you want it to be? Yeah. And kind of how has that possibly changed? Over time. Yeah, I think I think I think we're still we're still on the journey of like how we get all those measurement pieces in place, but a few things. I think one one thing that I'm super excited about that happened with our second season is that we got um and and we just released the last episode not that long ago, but we've gotten close to a thousand new listeners. And you know, if you think about especially right now in COVID mm-hmm. and quarantine, and we're not doing live events, so we don't have as many, you know, speaking opportunities where you're in an auditorium and have a captive audience who you know is interested in your subject matter, you know. This is, it's such, it's so amazing to me that we were able to, you know, get a thousand new people who didn't necessarily know what we were doing or know anything about us, who are clearly, you know, interested enough to want to spend time, you know, like, cause a podcast is a time commitment that you're you yeah. know, taking time out of your day to listen. So to me, I mean, that in and of itself, if I, you know, was able to sign our, you know, CEO up for a uh, speaking engagement where we got in front of a thousand people who are interested in our product, I would jump at the chance. So mm-hmm. um, I think that's, that's one way, you know, we know it's definitely, you know, boosting awareness and getting us in, in front of people that are interested in what we're doing. Also, just from another, another, you know, way that I'm seeing the impact is the social conversations, because we are, you know, especially since we started using Cassid and, and sharing clips and social in that way. So, you know, people can actually listen to a bite-sized clip if they, you know, aren't ready to make that commitment and spend the, you know, a, a bigger chunk of time with us. Um, we've seen some of the conversations that are happening in social that, you know, either thought leaders in the space or consultants or potential customers are, are talking in the comments. So we're seeing that that, you know, we're able to be part of the conversation and able mm-hmm. to get the conversation going. So that's another way that I can see the impact. And then sellers, our sellers and just the internal buy-in I see, um, you know, as 
as any good B2B marketer should, I sometimes listen in on sales calls. Mm -hmm. And when I hear our sellers talking about the podcast and, you know, they're so excited about this very, you know, this well-produced professional sounding thing that we're doing and the guests that we're getting on the show and that the prospects are like, oh yeah, that sounds interesting. I mean, I feel like I consider, I consider that internal buy-in and the way that our prospects are reacting to success. And yeah, I mean, I think as I'm thinking about the future, I think that there's, I have a lot of ideas of how moving forward, we can start to measure more impact on pipeline. You know, there's things that we could do in terms of, you know, which we use account based marketing tools. So we could see, we could, we could use those to see, you know, how, what, what accounts are viewing the pages that we have links mm-hmm. to our podcast and, you know, draw inferences there. So I think right now I feel really confident and comfortable with the fact that we are, I know that we're boosting awareness, that we're getting new ears (laughs) on the brand, right? So there's a lot of qualitative feedback we're getting. And then I think there's definitely ways that we can continue to to work towards grabbing the quantitative as well. Would you say that your, your view about it having to be like directly attributable to this exact metric has changed? Or do you think that, because on one hand, it seems like maybe that's not, that's not really how it works. But on the other hand, maybe you're getting a lot more data that says maybe it's not just impacting this one thing, it's impacting lots of things. Yeah, I think it's more of the latter. You know, sometimes demand gen marketers, we can be like, you know, yeah, you're or thinking of it from even like a field marketing standpoint. You're like, okay, how much influence did this have? Or what, how, what a percentage of pipeline did this influence? So I think we do have the softer engagement metrics and and that's important too, especially for a company at you know our stage where we're trying to you know boost more awareness and win more um, mind share in the market. So yeah, I feel like it's I feel like we are we are increasing the amount of data that we have. And yes, my perspective has changed a little bit on like it doesn't have to be you know oh it was X amount in revenue that this influenced, but you know getting a thousand new people who are aware of our brand is super exciting as well. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully it ends up being both, right? Hopefully, right, totally. It, ends up, it probably is. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about some of the the challenges or learnings that you've had along the way. What what could you share with people who might be in some of those right now? Yeah, I mean, I think one thing that I'm really proud of that the team, you know, James and Megan have done a great job at is is being flexible and adapting. You know, none of us expected that you know the majority of 2020 was going to be spec going to be spent in quarantine, yeah. and um, you know we weren't going to be able to get face to face. And you know, James hasn't been able to use all of the equipment that we had in the office, our soundproof room with, you know, the soundboard. So being really flexible and ready to pivot, I think that's true for anything, but that definitely proved true for our GRC and strategy this year. And also we had to change, you know, some of our plans in terms of, in terms of subject matter, you know, we, yeah. we pivoted for one of the episodes and had, you know, Gina, our CMO and, and mm-hmm. Matt Kunkel, our CEO talk about our response to COVID-19 and how we were handling it and how we were going to make sure that we maintain business continuity. And then, we did an episode later in the season talking about your know, strategies for return to work. So I think being ready to to be to be flexible and pivot and best laid plans. You you think you're going to go one way and then you have to go another. And I think you know, what we were talking about earlier, you know, being ready to learn from your mistakes. I think we have been guilty in the past of recording an episode and then you know sharing it once on social and being like, yeah, you know, we did it. So I think we're kind of backtracking now a little bit, and and it's not too late to do that. And um, and, and looking at, okay, we recorded this episode. It might have been six months ago, but this is great content. You know, let's, mm-hmm. let's write a blog on it. Let's, you know, we started like uh, halfway through the season starting to, you know, post the videos from the episodes and, you know, making sure that we were thinking about the ways to atomize the content. So I feel like you can learn from your mistakes and it's never too late to kind of rectify those. So on that note, how, how has 
assuming that it has, the show helped you stay, either connect with, you mentioned a thousand new listeners. Yeah. Um, those are new connections. And then your existing listeners and your existing audience and customers and prospects. Has has the show been a part of helping you stay connected or, or gain new connections with, with people? Yeah. I mean, I would say, I would say one thing that I love that, that Megan always does um, on every episode is, is ask, you know, is have the guests share some sort of like personal human story. You know, at the end of the day, we are all humans. We want to, we want to connect and it, and, and it helps really sort of shine that spotlight on, um, you know, on the guests. So I feel like having those, those human elements included, like I know we did an episode on transformative risk management and, and the guest told a story about how he explains risk management to his daughter. And I know there was another episode where Megan talked to the guest about, you know, his, his, his hobby of playing hockey and how that fits into like being a risk manager and the risks he takes, he takes doing that. So I feel like bringing in those human elements really Mm -hmm. has helped us, you know, not only connect with those guests, but then also, you know, help our audience feel, you know, like we're all humans here. We're all, we're all connected and kind of build and help build that the community that we want to build. Um, so I think really like highlighting those human elements. And yeah, I mean, I think just, just like I said, when I've listened to the sales calls and people are talking, I get excited about, about, you know, what they're hearing on the episodes and, and the sellers, our actual internal team getting excited about it as well. And there's something very intimate about podcasts and about, you know, somebody's voice being in your, in your, in your head. And I feel like people, as much as this kind of, kind of pains me as a former journalist, you know, not everyone has the the time or desire to sit and, and read all the time. And so having this other option that you can take with you when you're going on a run or exercising or um, you know, walking to get coffee is just a great way to to connect with with the audience that you're trying to reach. Absolutely. You know, we talked earlier about the subject matter that you're covering. I mean it's it's yeah. it's some heavy it is stuff, yeah. you know, that you're getting into and that you're trying to say, this is engaging. And this is, this is important. Not only is it important for you to know, yeah. but this can be really entertaining and, and educational, inspiring. And I love how you're finding ways to humanize, like something that can otherwise be very, very black and white, very cut and dry. Some people, some people might say even dry potentially, right? <laughs> some um, people might say that that's true. Yeah, but so you but you're refusing, human element. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're refusing to look at it that way because it doesn't have to be because yeah. for the people who are in it, um, every day and who are trying to be be the best in their roles and, and seeking out information. I mean, you have that information. So why not make right. it, you know, fun to listen to and engaging to listen to and, and really human, right? Yeah, totally. And I think in and what you're getting at too is the sort of like continuing education part. You know, this mm-hmm. is something that especially right now, you know, when we're all stuck at home for the most part, that you know, people want to want to learn more and want mm-hmm. to educate themselves. So, I mean, it's another way to do that. And and actually, we had our we had to pivot our first user conference that was scheduled for July, and we planned to do it in person, and we planned to do you know live broadcast from Agility from our user conference. And obviously, that plans changed, and we ended up doing that as a digital you know or a webinar style event. So instead, we ended up taking clips from some of the best sessions and creating a podcast episode from that. And so it was another way to sort of share some of those learnings and that thought leadership with another audience because really who came to our user conference were our existing customers. So it was a way for us to like repackage that educational content and get it in front of not only our customers, but anyone from the community that might be listening to the podcast or potential prospects. Absolutely. And it's just such a reminder that no matter what product or service you are representing in your marketing role, there are people, there is an audience out there that really, really, truly cares and they they are humans, right? So you are a human 
trying to talk to another human. And so just, you have to know that audience well enough to deliver the information that they're looking for in a way that a human finds engaging. What's next? What's on the horizon for, you said you just wrapped up season two. What's next for GRC and me? Yeah. So we're planning for season three. Um, we are in the throes of doing that, you know, taking our, we just did a big uh, retro on what we learned from season two and what we think we want to do for season three. We are toying with the rebrand. I'm not going to spill the beans on that yet, but so stay tuned. <laughs> um, and like I said, you know, content strategy is a really big part of, of what we are planning for season three, you know, really making sure, um, like I said earlier, that we are getting, you know, not just, not just audio files, but we're getting a video, we're getting a blog post, we're getting, um, you know, so the, the clips to share on social, we're incorporating that into our sales nurtures. So making sure that we're really atomizing and, and squeezing the juice out of every episode. I think that, you know, like I said, I, I, I feel like we've done some things right with sales enablement, but I think we can even do better. Um, I want to make sure that our sellers feel enabled with the with the clips from every episode and that they use them like they would a one sheeter or a blog post. Like they use them just how they would any other piece of content mm-hmm. um, as part of their outreach process. And like I was just saying, really more, I think more customer interaction. Like how can we get customers, you know, more customers on the show and make, really foster more of that? Like let's share best practices. We're all in this together. You know, like let's mm-hmm. let's uh you know sort of have that that community vibe to to the season. So I think lots of lots of good things in the hopper. <laughs> it's exciting. It'll be exciting to it watch is. watch that all come together and to to see about a possible rebrand. I like that. That's fun. <laughs> fun for for those of us who get to watch. We'll I know how, how how much work it is on your side. So, um, okay. And then before we close, what what advice do you have for others who are in your shoes or the shoes of people who are on your team and that are working on or within a podcast on behalf of their brand? Yeah, I mean, do it. Um, you know, anything, anything new can be scary. And like I said, when I first came to Logicate, I wasn't sure how to engage with the podcast or what this meant and how I was growing the business, but it's such a great way to connect with your audiences. And, and like I said, it's really, it's really just recording conversations that might be happening anyway and letting, you know, others in on the fold and, and adding, adding some polish to it. And, there are, like we talked about, there are tribes and communities out there who are interested in what you have to say. And this is just a really great way to build an intimate connection with them. I love it. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for letting us peek behind the scenes of GRC and me and for sharing um, kind of your perspectives on how it all fits together at LogicGate. Thanks so much. I, I appreciate you being here. That's our show. Thanks for listening. For more from today's guest, visit casted.us to subscribe and to receive our show as it's published, along with other exclusive content each and every week.